0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business.
1: Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today, we have with us Bianca thrasher Starobin with 23 Consulting. Welcome, Bianca.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Leon. I'm so excited to be here with you.
1: Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about 23 Consulting. Um, tell us about that firm, who you serve in and what are you up to?
0: Absolutely. So, 23 Consulting, we are a full-service lobbying and business strategy, business development, government relations uh, firm, and we specialize in business turnarounds and uh, relationship management. We are also focused on environmental sustainability, and we are based out of Atlanta. We've operated throughout the southeastern region of the United States, but we've also got some international relations going on in, in Monaco, and we've done some work in, in Italy and then also in France, and I speak German. So we're looking forward to doing some, some fun stuff in Germany.
1: So how'd you get into this line of work? Is this how your career has always gone?
0: Oh my goodness! Wow, I think that's a great question. So I was a poli sci major, winner, winner, chicken <laughs> dinner, and I, I actually started interning at the Capitol before interning was the was was a thing and people knew about it. And so that is uh, that was right around when I was 19. I'm 41 years old now. And I think when you're that young and kind of being thrown into that environment, which is an amazingly exciting environment with many different avenues, you're either going to run terrified, screaming away from it, or you're going to become really strong and amazing and learn to navigate that territory. So first I ran and <laughs> and then I came back. But um, politics has always been amazing and fascinating to me. And I, when I interned, I interned for a lobbyist. And so I always kept those relationships and went into finance to Morgan Stanley, did some traveling and some partying and all of that good stuff. And then lo and behold, came back to be chief of staff or a legislator. And so as you continue to nurture those relationships, that's what, you know, that those environments are all about, then things, people slowly start to come to you for business advice and different opportunities. And then finally, you work up the nerve to realize that you could actually make money doing these things. And uh, one thing leads to another. And then we have a uh, 23 Consulting lobbying and uh, business development firm.
1: Now, for those who aren't, uh, maybe they watch TV and they think they know what a lobbyist is. But wh- why don't you explain to folks what a lobbyist is and does and, and um, in kind of more practical terms rather than these romanticized ways that maybe the media portrays it?
0: I would love to. So when people ask me what I do, I keep it in layman's terms because it is what it is. I go get stuff. So I, (laughs) I combine a little bit of common sense with um, with relationships because you don't just get to walk into the Capitol or into a political environment and say, yes, I'm going to be a lobbyist today. It's all about people getting to know who you are. And, and for myself, like I am bipartisan, I work, you got to work across both lines and not necessarily alienate yourself. Like as you see things turn, especially in Georgia today. And so, I mean, I, myself personally, I vote based on the individual. I am not one party line. And uh, that's what a lobbyist does. So like, let's say your company, hypothetically, I often find myself in Uber so I said so when I'm explaining that to the Uber driver, I say, let's say you are CEO of Uber. Well, you're busy doing CEO stuff all day. You've got your business development, you've got to deal with your staffing stuff. You are the executive. You've got a lot going on. And so it's a great thing to be able to have someone who has eyes on the legislative components that come in that might affect your business. And so rather than trying to keep up with all of that stuff on your own, you hire someone to be able to do that for you. Like, for example, what we saw going on in California with regard to whether or not they're going to be employees or if they're going to be able to uh, as in, be classified as independent contractors. So a lobbyist has not only familiarity with the folks that are going to be making those rules or going against those rules, but also they understand how things work behind the scenes. And so they're able to report to you the things that are going on and basically have a better, a, more, a stronger impact than CEO person is just going to go and make some random phone call, but doesn't necessarily know how things are moving behind the scenes. So that is what a lobbyist does they go and they get stuff they protect the interest of their clients and um, they raise them or you know raise awareness for potential opportunities to raise revenue because businesses are they are they do exist in order to raise revenue
1: now from a business standpoint it, it, uh, most businesses i would imagine from a numerical standpoint in sheer numbers most people don't uh, engage a lobbyist but they might benefit from some of the lobbyists work based on some of the associations. Maybe they're part of, um, how would a business know they are the right type of business or right kind of business that would benefit from somebody having a lobbyist background?
0: You know, I say any business would benefit from having, I mean, yeah, there are some you know, fees associated with, but like you mentioned before, there are associations, but any business, any industry would benefit from knowing how legislation is going to impact their business down the road or to be able to identify market trends. And and um, and so joining associations is one way to navigate that territory. And then also, I apologize, the call was just coming in, but then also just going and having a conversation with an, like a lobbyist. And uh, you, you can Google them. I mean, my I myself, I'm 640 You can give me a call on my cell phone. I work all hours of the day. But I also, just like when I had a finance, when I was in finance, like I always, and I was at Morgan Stanley, which is more of a boutique firm with where they're mainly focusing on high net worth. I always liked having the opportunity to be able to to, uh, to reach out to folks that might not necessarily have had those assets in other ways. So for me, it's a blessing to be able to open doors wherever I can and have conversations. Like Even if someone might not necessarily see, a, be able to financially um, ob- obtain a lobbyist, just to be able to have some kind of awareness and have a conversation with them, that's always going to be beneficial, especially a person like myself, because I'm just going to give it to you straight.
1: Now, in terms of your own consulting firm, um, I would imagine uh, because lobbying, I would Imagine touches every aspect of every business, whether they realize it or not. Um, your clients could come from anywhere. That um, being correct. a lobbyist, you you can help lots of different folks across a lot of different industries. But it sounds like you've kind of focused some of your energy in environmental sustainability. How did that come about?
0: That is correct. Well, because it's it's always important for us to give back. I don't mean to be cliche, but. To so whom much is given, much is expected, and anyone that has a platform to be able to make a change should. I mean, that's just that comes with the territory and an obligation. And so, I am actually part of a Forbes Women's group, and um, I I became a partner, uh, started working with a woman out of Monaco because she was very passionate about yachting and raising awareness to how plastic was impacting the just just like the oceans. And so even though in this particular scenario, like it was not a tax deductible opportunity for my business, I just loved the passion that she had and in, in raising awareness in Easter Island and the Galapagos Island. And she actually got funding from the Prince Albert Foundation and just being able to support that cause to make the world a better place. And so I became passionate with that got to know her a little bit more and um, just even more about environmental sustainability dating back to when I was in Earth Club in like the eighth grade, like making the world a better place for everyone and the generations behind us is just important. To me and my small part, and so that's how I got involved in environmental sustainability. And there are so many components to that, not just in raising awareness with the passion, with regard to like passion for the ocean and making a cleaner environment, but then also just in the energy efficiency. All of these things are so connected because just energy efficiency. I mean, with regard to I mean the vehicles, and then being able to monitor how we're impacting the earth with what we're doing to it. That is, um, that's all one component. Just it's one thing that's all connected, and uh, that's how I got involved with that. Also, one of my clients was a is a lighting company out of South Carolina. And uh, they'd always had a vision for me to become a distributor for them, even though I was lobbying for them and I was doing business throughout the Southeast for them and representing them. And so lo and behold, I became an LED lighting distributor.
1: And then, so how does that impact your day? You're, you're calling on uh, companies to put LED lighting in their businesses?
0: Yeah. So I'm in a very unique situation because I'm not, ju- I mean, well, as with many businesses, it's relationships, especially in the South. I mean, who do you know? And do they know that they can trust you? Are you going to do what you say you're going to do? Are they going to take a chance on somebody they don't know? And so, fortunately for me, I was already representing this lighting company and getting business and raising awareness to what they were doing as their lobbyist. And so, when I became a distributor, well, I already had those different contacts that I'd already been reaching out to. Plus, I'm in government relations. And so, I kind of had the access, not say access, but it is access to some of the different cities and some of the economic development folks and you know, just elected officials in general. So it kind of um, being able to let them know, hey, look, this is also something that I am doing and it's, it's not really a jack of all trades and master of none in that it's all connected and I'm still learning a little bit. I'm learning more and more about LED lighting every day and engineering society, I've joined one of those and how all of these things work together. But uh, that is, uh, it's. I think it's a pro. It's a plus. I'm not a, just an LED lighting person or, or don't just have a background in LED lighting. I also have a relationship with private corporations. I have those relationships as well as with um, elected officials to be able to let them know what I'm doing and them to know that if Bianca's going to do it, she's going to put forth a thousand percent. And so well, I'm not going to not
1: deliver. Right. It sounds like everything kind of organically leads to everything else. For sure. So now what, so what is like your day? What's a day in the life of Bianca look like?
0: Oh my God, Lee, Lee, I will be honest with you because I don't know any other way. I have not been to sleep. Uh, I actually came into my office uh, right around eight ish yesterday and it just kind of depends because like we're not dealing with the session so I'm not at the capitol now but um I'm not so I'm not doing that but I've got my LED lighting and just kind of like building that business and then also I just as lobbyist and business development I've got my my clients and so I'm still making sure that I'm watching out for their interests and helping them out with their business development dealing with transportation and lighting and then security and so I just, um, I keep my calendar and I, I have actually been up all night. <laughs> I'm dealing with the marketing and, and that also, and just that I'm on different time zones. I'm dealing in Monaco. I've got some stuff going on in California, and just kind of making sure that I'm able to keep all of my meetings and prioritizing what needs to be done first. But it's a labor of love and uh, I will probably be done right around six ish. And I will head to the spa and the sauna. I'll get a quick nap <laughs> and then I'm going to probably uh, I'll probably head back into work to get stuff done. It's just a grind season.
1: And then the work that you're doing, is it kind of thinking, reading, talking? Um, are you kind of reaching out to strangers and getting to know them? Um, like the, is well, there, what's the activities that you're doing?
0: Well, uh, actually, I'm dealing with the marketing of the environmental sustainability component and just, I mean, I've also done some pitches to some of the, the cities, and so I'm kind of following up with them and making sure that they, if they have any questions, that I'm able to answer those questions. With the transportation company, we are looking into rolling out, helping to assist in the vaccinations before we did the COVID testing. And so now we're kind of transitioning as the market has changed. Uh, And so we're looking to partner with the larger insurance companies. We've worked with them in the past, uh, one in particular. And so I'm really staying on top of all of that. In addition to that, with business development, one of my clients has retained me to start a school for them. And uh, this is uh, the transportation client a truck driver training school. So after this call, I will be jumping on that to kind of get them, keep them posted, let them know how things are going so that they can focus on making sure they get their PPP funds and um, and that they are at ease in knowing that I'm doing my part to continue their revenue stream and for what they've retained me for. So it's I'll a- also talk to a few other lobbyists <laughs> about what's going on with our politics here in Georgia.
1: Yeah. Especially today is an exciting day for that. Um, now for you personally in, in you're doing so many things for so many different folks, the deliverable or the ROI that you're delivering is business though. That's the bottom line at the end of the day, right? This is something that is a business driving firm that you're helping companies make more money and have bigger impact. For sure. Absolutely.
0: Um, I, I, that you said it, you said it best.
1: Now, for you, not only are you doing this kind of work, you're also a member of the Greater Women's Business Council. Can you talk about why it was important for your firm to be part of that organization?
0: Absolutely, and I am so. I, I actually, I love the organization. I I think it's important for me just to, you know, as a woman. I am really big. I, I I've operated in male-dominated environments professionally throughout my career, and so I know the different areas where perhaps they might be overlooked or perhaps they have to step up to the plate and learn to have their own voice and not minimize who they are, and so I've actually applied to be on a committee, so I'm looking forward to hearing back. I did hear from them, and I should be hearing they're going to route me to wherever it is that they feel like I am best suited to uh, to offer my assistance or bring any value And uh, also I've been accepted into their Thrive program, which is helping small businesses to grow and to think about navigating environments like this and how to continue to sustain themselves and to thrive within these environments. So I think that, and then also just my opportunity to be able to be on this call with you and to be on the radio, like that has come through that organization. So I think that they do a tremendous job in i mean out oh, later on today i'm working on the pitch uh the, the coca-cola 2021 uh pitch for like it's like a five i think it's a it's a 90 second pitch and it's the you the winner gets a, a five thousand dollars so the gwbc is absolutely amazing and uh, they are really on it they actually introduce us to companies and it's on us to be able to follow up with them and see what opportunities there are available and they they do their part. I have absolutely no complaints, and I'm honored and thankful to be a part of that organization.
1: Well, um, we appreciate you being part of it as well. And and the, the group is, is only as good as its members. And when the members have the attitude that you do are being proactive and want to make things happen, um, they're the ones who get the most out of it.
0: For sure. Absolutely. I mean, too much is given and much is expected. And I think honestly, we are so blessed to be citizens in this country. I'm half immigrant. My mom is from Trinidad, And when my grandmother came here, she didn't have anything and she brought her kids over one by one. And it's just, um, this is a great country. And if you're willing to work hard and, uh, and, uh, and to continue on and not give up and to dream as big as you can, there's nothing you can't do.
1: Amen to that. Now, uh, for you and your organization, what is the um, kind of the pain that a a potential client is having where Twenty Three Consulting is the solution?
0: I, you know, I think a lot of business owners, just in general, with CEOs, they get bogged down in the CEO aspect or just the 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 C-suite executives. They've got to deal with their staff. They've got to deal with They've got to deal with growing their business and and to be able to like even have a concept and then bring that to 23 Consulting and have that be the talent and the common sense to be able to push forward and say, you know what, we can do this. You let me handle this. I've got this under control. Or for them to say, look, this is my interest politically and this is where we would like to be aligned. This is what I would like to be made aware of and to be able to go out there and meet these elected officials and have conversations with them, get to know them personally, get their cell phone numbers and, and build relationships that way so that they can grow their revenue down the road and, and, uh, and have these legislators keep them in mind when, uh, you know, when they're going to be impacted is where 23 shines.
1: And then can you share a success story? Maybe you were work, don't name names, but where you work with a client that maybe was skeptical, maybe was new to working with a lobbyist or a firm that um, has lobbying as part of their deliverable and you made an impact in the organization?
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. I, uh, what comes to mind again is the transportation company. Like when they had They had this idea that maybe when all of these things were shutting down, the motor coach industry in particular, because that's that's, that's their revenue stream, they're out there, they're busing people, they've got the military contracts, they're dealing with the public schools, they're dealing with the private schools, they're dealing with the tours. When everything froze up, they were were in a situation like, what can we do? And so for them to say, hey, look, we've got this idea, Bianca, what do you think about this? The idea was we can dis- we can disseminate our 60 transportation vehicles all across the state of Georgia as far as is necessary, all throughout the Southeast, because we have that experience, to be able to help and to kind of move this along with regard to offering our assistance business-wise and then also just in solving the problem. Um, and for, for me to take that on and just, grace of God, humble beginnings and and say, okay, yes, I think this is a great idea, and to start calling up these elected officials and say, look, this is what my client is interested in doing. How can we move this? And then calling up the doctors and calling up the nurses, and then eventually, lo and behold, we're working with an insurance company. Uh, They're sponsoring my client. My client's getting revenue there. We're working with the medical professionals. We are disseminating these vehicles across cities, and uh, in getting this COVID testing done, and my client is able to is able to maintain some degree of revenue in the environment as opposed to just having those vehicles sitting out there. That was, um, yeah, that one really means a lot to me, I think, because we heard so many no's and, every, and it wasn't even personally like, you know, even with the elected officials, nobody had been through this before. So it's like they didn't necessarily know what to do. Everybody was doing the best they could. But to be able to just carry on and then finally find that person, that first person who says, yes, I will help. We can do this. And to just kind of like navigate it from there and watch it grow and then get a little bit, get media attention. Actually, we um, we got uh, nationwide, we got statewide and and I'm really proud of them and I'm thankful that they trusted me.
1: And then that's an example where not only is it impacting that individual organization, it's also impacting the communities that they serve as well. This is, uh, you know, kind of win, win, win all the way around.
0: That's what it's all about in lobbying and everywhere in business. When everybody wins, like that's a good thing. If anybody's feeling slighted, there are going to be some hiccups. So that was absolutely you. You hit the nail on the head.
1: Well, if somebody wanted to learn more about what you're up to and wants to connect with you or somebody on your team, what's the website?
0: Absolutely. My, the website is the number 23consultingllc.com. Also, my cell phone. I mean, I'm working 678-640-6819. And then for lighting and to learn more about what we're doing in the Galapagos Islands and Easter Islands and with the plastics. And lighting energy efficiency would be at 23LEDlighting.com.
1: Well, Bianca, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you.
0: Thank you, Lee. I really appreciate having the opportunity to chat with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you're doing to give us some shines and recognition.
1: All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.